Hey everyone, I'm David Anthony Wood and this is Test Pilots. Um, this episode we've got Jack Britton as our guest. Hello. How's it going? It's very good. Um, I'm notoriously bad at intros. That's fine. Which has become my catchphrase on the show. <laughs> um, so like, I guess I would describe you as a comedian. Yeah. Um, the, everyone I've found that I introduce has got a multi-hyphenate Oh yeah, me too. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same, <laughs> but like, so I never know how to introduce people. So, comedian, musician. I probably I, the way I generally abbreviate it is just saying uh, theatre maker, musical comedian. Oh, there you go. That's, they're the two things I do. Yeah, I do. I do one of them very well, and I do another one of them okay. <laughs> I do another one of them sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's me, man. Like, yeah, like I, I call myself a writer, but ultimately, like, I do stand up, like once a year yeah and if I meet a comedian I'm like I'm a comedian <laughs> because I'm just like I want them to know that I like I've done stand up yeah 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 because I know a lot of writers who haven't and I feel like it's important to mm. mention that but yeah everyone's got like the the, the double barrel bunch of yeah everyone's yeah, yeah. double barrel you can't yeah, be one career. thing in this day and age you can't, you can't get away with it content is king exactly you've got to have fingers in all the pies yeah exactly Um. so you're yeah like I mean we, we met as comedians though yeah. uh, doing stand up and yeah, stuff yeah. Um, you did a lot of musical comedy at the yep. time. You've just done a show at the Leicester Comedy Festival. Yes. What was it called, sorry? It was called Brit Pop. Brit Pop. I like the artwork for that. It was the Blair yeah. best of, but yeah. you're all you. That was Chris Bragg. Chris Bragg. Really good. We'll give him a little shout out. I've got his business card yeah. somewhere, I think, actually. It's a nice business card. Yeah, it's like a playing <laughs> card. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, like, so what's at the moment, where where is your heart kind of lying in terms of. Well, well, I guess it's, this is the thing. Like my comedy stuff, it like rears its head mainly during this month during the Leicester mm-hmm. Comedy Festival. So, like at the moment, I'm in a very comedy headspace. But as soon as February is over, because I've got to make this thing for April, I'm like, bang! I need to get back into theatre, mm-hmm. spoken word poetry. Um, kind of like I guess. So I made a show about uh, whether or not my house was haunted that I grew up in, mm-hmm. which is a really good show. Thank you very much. Um, and that was kind of in the realms of documentary theatre mm-hmm. um, and that's the st- I really like working in that kind of yeah journalism meets device theatre realm yeah it was like biography via Darren Brown <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah that's a good way to describe it because it felt like it was like a biography that like manipulated the audience mm. we should probably explain for the audience like my, my my version of it would be that it's basically you telling the story of your childhood through the like potential haunting of your house when you that you grew up in that's a pretty solid way to describe it yeah I mean because yeah. you can't really say much more because like you had that review where you just ruined it oh yeah god <laughs> it I was like a lovely him. review I messaged him on Twitter <laughs> saying thanks for the review great good to have the feedback and I'm glad glad you like the show mm-hmm. But don't spoil the ending. Like, yeah. I think I literally said to him, like, I don't think the reviews for Fight Club were like, oh, that film was great. The best bit was when it turned out the two protagonists <laughs> were exactly the same guy. But, oh, great, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, so, um, so, yeah, so you listen to the show. I'm, I'm a massive fan, uh, frankly. Well, yeah, big fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I mean, that's why I asked. Because yeah. <laughs> you want it. <laughs> I've got a bottomless Some smoke blown up your eyes. I'm a bottomless <laughs> pit of need. Um, my my ego is always hungry. Um, yeah, like so. Yeah, uh, I guess we should just jump into format. Let's then. do it. Because you know the format. You know what I'm... I do actually. Though, as I explain mm-hmm. uh, the the concept because um, you've yeah. listened to every episode and yeah. there was something you didn't know about it. That's very Which, true. Right. So if you, this is your first episode of Test Pilots, hello, welcome. Hello. Um, it's, shush. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, like, my, like the uh, yeah, the concept is basically like me and the guest will um, be given a title by the last guest that they've made up, basically, and then we just sit and spend about an hour trying to turn it into the pitch for a TV show or a movie. Uh, but more often than not, a TV show because you know we want a pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I didn't mention, I guess, is that I. We, we we read the we read the title live on air and that includes me. I never know what the title is myself. Like it needs to be a surprise, otherwise, um, I think it'll be contaminated. I think if I if I come to the show with ideas, um, it just won't be any fun mm. for anyone. Um, so yeah. So uh, without further ado, should we get into format? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so uh, you are following up uh, from Dan Warbank, mm-hmm. who was the previous episode. Uh, the episode was called Smith in brackets. Just Smith. Um, that's, yeah, that's and that was title. given to you by, by Joel. Uh, you've got an A, B, or C from Dan Warbank. I'm going to go A. We're going to pitch a show called The Annex. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I think we can do this. Yeah. Is yeah. it evoking anything already? Uh, a little bit. Like Granny Annex is the only kind of phrase that's really come to mind. As in like a little flat for an old lady? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Granny Annex. Yeah. But I've kind of... That is the... That is what an Annex is, right? It's just like a little offshoot room? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Annex. Yeah. I mean, what it makes me think of is one of the only things I paid attention to in history class, which is the annexation of the Rhineland. You're going to have to explain more of that. I think it was the Rhineland. Well, no, the annexation of the Sudetenland in World War One. Okay. When the Kaiser wanted more Lebensraum, I believe. This might be a, a fucking... This mul- is... This is a Moulinex of incorrect information. <laughs> I can't remember if it was World War One or World War Two. I think World War One was the Rhineland. And well, You know what? I can already hear people listening to this um, screaming at me because they I, know the truth. Can I throw something in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Annex. What if one day you come home from holiday and an annex has been built? On your house? That you don't know about. Just on your house? Yeah, just there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's just some, like, there's just a house on your house? Yeah. Okay. There's no one there. There's it's, no one there? Well, maybe not. Not initially? Not initially. Okay, that's interesting. So, family holiday, maybe. Or maybe it's a couple, or maybe it's one guy. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um. Yeah, get home from I don't know, Sri Lanka, whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's an entire new section of our house. Yes. Now what? <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's like a good high concept idea. Like the idea that it's like, um, in my sorry, in my mind, it looks like a very suburban, perfect little house, mm, and there's yeah. just this gothic timber for us. <laughs> Like just this turret built on top of the well, thing. Well, like a proper, like a bell tower, like a like an yeah. Edgar Allan Poe just green. Yeah, 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 yeah. On top of it, yeah. 
Yeah, that's quite hilarious. It was like white white picket fence. Yeah, yeah. Suburbia. Yeah. Uh, And then (laughs) a a bit of a castle. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, do you remember in uh, The Sword and the Stone, the Disney one? Yes. Where, like, the tower is just swaying. Swaying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of just gothic, grisly thing on top of it. Um, But more to the point, the Kaiser, right, in World (laughs) (laughs) War I feel like such a, du- a dunce. I can't let it go that I'm like, don't know. It was like the one thing I remembered from history and it's right. gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only thing, like the only thing left now is that I know who killed uh, Kennedy and it was Lee Harvey Oswald. Or was it? Or was it? Anyway, so yeah, so there's an annex. Like, let's, yeah, let's build out from, from there. Okay. Um, okay. I like the idea of it. I mean, it feels to me like when you said like a couple, like a, a, a family come back from holiday, mm-hmm. like a um, Harry and the Hendersons kind of thing mm-hmm. where it's like, Normal suburban family have a creep moving, right? Like, or yeah. a monster, or a you know something, something dark and mysterious. Yeah, in their house. Yeah, I mean, is that what you're thinking? Or yeah, what? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Or is it just like an unpleasant guest? Is it like a you know like one of their parents is is you know moved in while they were away and and built this thing and this is where I live now? Or is it from you know it doesn't have to be gothic. It could be you know from beyond the stars. I don't know. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's really good. Like, it makes me think of, um, you know, uh, uh, Trapdoor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Ber- yeah, like yeah, the yeah. plasticine thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Burke used to live downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was the guy, the thing that lived upstairs, I think was the character's name. Yeah. And he would just yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole house would shake. Yeah. And it meant he had to send something up. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have right, to open the trap okay. door. Yeah. So is it... So are we towing the line between kind of um, something quite dark and mysterious, but also quite funny? Yeah, I mean, well, for sure, yeah. I mean, if yeah. you, it feels inherently funny, but if we can yeah. figure out some way to make it absolutely fucking horrifying, I'm down <laughs> for that as well. Well, if no one else can see it. I mean, that would be maybe a step too far. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Other than the family. I did think that. Yeah. The last episode was kind of about... Yeah, it was, wasn't it? No, like the one, the oh. last one. Oh, episode. right. Well, yeah, that, okay. So, yeah. So, the last episode that was recorded yeah. had a... A similar... People denying something existed. Right, okay. And the episode just recorded with Dan, he tried to make it, people denying someone. Uh, okay. And I was like, I can't go there because I'll mm-hmm. do the same. That's fair enough. I think it's just one of them things, though, where like when you have like a mysterious thing in the world, mm-hmm. the... I like I, I always go for like well what if people can't see it like that's the thing it feels like mm. that's like tropey and stuff but in a good way um, but yeah like I don't know okay here's my short pitch hit me <laughs> reverse monsters <laughs> do you remember how the monsters you remember the monsters uh, it's it was like the Adams family. Like Adams family, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There was like a Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Yeah. Isn't a... like a mummy and like Yeah. Well there was a, a his, I think his wife was a vampire. Right. And so uh, and so was his um wife his wife and his father in law okay. were vampires. He was a Frankenstein's monster. His son was a werewolf. Right. And they had their cousin Madeline. Yeah. Who was like the Ivanka Trump. Right, okay. Where like you know, are they all like chinless weirdos? Mm. But Ivanka's like 
at least outwardly not a monster. Right, okay. But we know deep down she's a monster. Right. Um, so yeah, like it feels to me like a reverse monster as well. Like there was one normal person in this family full of ghouls. I feel like we right. Maybe we've got a maybe we've got a situation where the ghouls just moved in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, okay, so maybe if we think about, I'm, I'm, I'm hung up on the architecture of this this annex, mm-hmm. and I want to try and once once we nail that down, yeah. I know what what exists in it. Yes, the aesthetic so is, is very it, important. Like, is it like a castle turret? Is it? Because are we thinking UK or America? Part of me kind of wants it to be like suburbia America. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Um, and if it, I almost think it needs to come from American history. I don't know the, mm. the thing because I feel like a big like turrety castle is a very British yes historical image. So I don't know whether or not it should be more like a. Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to really mine my knowledge of turn of the century American yes. <laughs> architecture. Yeah. Well, oh, do you know about the um, that house? What's the house called? The Winchester House. Oh. Um, I, Sarah, I know. I know William Winchester and yes. Sarah Winchester. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it because I I only know the the basic beats that it's like but go on well it's it, it's the house that was built by Sarah Winchester after her husband William Winchester who was the creator of Winchester White Rifles and her daughter both died um, what he and the daughter died yeah they both died how like, did they die within I think he died of natural causes I think she died of some kind of illness um, but he, she went to like a, a medium who said you need to build a house to ward off evil spirits or to keep evil spirits in, yeah. so that your loved ones are safe in the afterlife. Um, and you have to build this house by consulting me, this medium. Oh wow! Every time you any construction happens, so so basically they would hold seances, and she would like have like the, the architecture and the blueprints come to her. Yeah. Um, so the house is just fucking random. It's There's not. Like, it's not like someone educated in like architecture didn't consult. Like it's it's someone who's a complete layperson, is it? I think so. I'm not. Well, they they worked with like. I think they would get like a group of a like them and stuff. Yeah, and architectures and whoever in a room together. They'd do a seance, yeah. draw out the rough plans, and then it would end up with things like stairways that lead to just nothing, uh, rooms that are like closed off permanently. Well, yeah, this sounds a lot like the you know like the H H Holmes murder castle. Oh yeah, the Devil in the White City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where it's just like there's just these rooms that are kind of okay. I mean, this is interesting. So the Winchester House. Hang on, so because my knowledge of it is people have gone to visit it and they're like, oh yeah, it's creepy as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's just unsettled by it. Yeah. The so the 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 idea behind the Winchester House is that it was it was basically built by this co-ed like the 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 Occam's Razor version of it is this like coercive con woman yeah basically is that I mean that's if you don't believe in ghosts that's what happens that's the kind of yeah 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 Um, that's really interesting I need to find out more about that yeah it's really fascinating yeah but I think if you've seen the Winchester house it's like this weird like America like it's it's, I don't know how to describe it it's very ornate very 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 like ornate but also a labyrinth and it's insane yeah and I'm almost imagining a wing of that stuck to a very kind of 
yeah quite standard american yeah you know, suburban home well because yeah the, the way that i was trying to grab is uh, anti- antebellum right okay which is um it's like you know those like um the, the best example of it that i can think of is um you know the house in in uh django unchained yes where they go and it's like the the guy who looks like Colonel Sanders owns yeah. it and it's that big kind of it's almost like palatial almost like mm. um, Rome, Romanesque kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah with all like those creepers coming over it and yeah stuff, with the big porch and all that stuff right like the antebellum is like it's like a really interesting style because it's like uh, it's objectively stunning mm. and really like well made and stuff but it isn't it, it is uh, you you can't um, separate it. From the fact that it, it completely exists because of slavery. Right. Like, yeah, it yeah, exists yeah. entirely in the place of, like, it was slave owners' houses. Yeah. So, like, it's got this, like, I mean, it, it, it is the definition of, like, gothic, macabre mm-hmm. beauty. Because it's just got this stain on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's such, it, but it's just an architectural style. Right, if, yeah. If you, if you, in I presume in America, if you're like, I really like an antebellum house. Yeah. Like, people aren't going to be like, you seem cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, like, I mean, okay, so this is the thing that... The building of it, I think, is interesting. Like, the idea that, like... The idea of it appearing is interesting. The idea of someone making it happen Mm. is also interesting. My thought that... To keep it uh, supernatural, but interesting... Mm. Is if it just fucking came out the ground? Oof. If it's <laughs> if it's coming up, if it's like this thing, it's like oh, the shark from it Jaws. Gets, if it's just ah, oh, if they come back and it's just the tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh. just that's it. And then every day they keep idiots casping. And then every day they walk out and it just gets higher and yeah. higher and higher until like I don't know, maybe the end of the pilot. It's fully there, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this like, thing? Yeah. Like the first scene in the movie is like, oh, like the pilots, right? Is yeah. like the, there's like a kid, the kid playing in the garden or whatever, and one of them trips over this thing. Yeah, and, and they're like, what is that? Antebellum thing. Yeah. That is coming out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, cool. Great. So, yeah, so it's just this kind of. Um, I mean, they don't even, in that context, they don't need to be coming back from holiday. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do they they it's need just, to just be there. And yeah, like you said, maybe that is the opening scene that the kid trips on. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, this is weird because, like, now, 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 now we're in that great place where we have no idea what the fuck it's about. No, we just need to, like, can't. like Wallace and Gromit with the train <laughs> tracks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So yeah. So it like, there's this thing coming out of their lawn, mm. and it's just growing. It's yeah. just growing to the side of their house like a creeper. Mm. Um, and so they like start digging. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And around it, and then. You know, they, they get to the bottom of it, and it's just this like this this roof mm. like, that's really fucking weird. The next day yeah. they, come, they, they they go to bed. The next day they come out, and it's up to the um, kitchen window. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Whoa. it's like a little yeah, terrace. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like yeah, and then it's got a. It, you can see that there's a bell in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how big is it gonna be? Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. this is ah, oh, this is the thing. It could just be absolutely massive. Yeah. And just keep growing. Exactly. <laughs> But it's grow like yeah. The thing that I like about it is that it's growing like a like a big like a like a big marrow or something. Yeah, where it's yeah, just it's under like the ground. a tree. It's like a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It it's could like... be endless. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great, 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 great. Okay, who who lives in the house? Yes, yeah, we, we need to start giving characters and stuff. Are we gonna have quite a what's the word nuclear family? 
yeah, standard. We, we need people like, yeah, I mean, yeah, we need like the, let's give them all a type and then let's, we can give them nuance afterwards. Okay. Yeah, I think if we have, we need like, you know, recently married people with a, with a kid. Recently married people with one kid. Or, or like two kids or whatever. Like just like young, young couple with kids. Yeah. Maybe one or two kids. Maybe two kids. I think one kid. One kid. Okay. One kid's nice. Yeah. Because I mean, in my in my mind, like every eighties movie begins with, um, like there's like the dad, the mom, like a little kid who's like looking for adventure, mm. and then a silly teenager playing a Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we could go down that route. I think I quite I mean, like that route. We don't even necessarily like. that. Like it's just it's <laughs> like the Beetlejuice thing of like when yeah. there's like a silly teenager. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's that thing you know, chicken and egg of like. Who do you put in this house? But like, yeah. why would they be in the house? Like, anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, who do you like as like a? If you could cast like the couple who live in this house. Oh, okay. Young couple, good young couple casting. I mean, is it is it crass if I say that the idea of like an antebellum house coming out in the family in like a black family? I was wondering about that. Is like horrific. Is that offensive? Well, it's an interesting. Uh, point because have you seen there's a trailer for a film coming out called is it Get Out the, it looks really good um, is the guy from uh, Key and Peele Peel. um, not Keegan Jordan Peele I think so I think he's in it yeah yeah and he moves to like a he, well, he doesn't move he's, he goes to meet his, his yes. girlfriend's wife and he goes to meet his girlfriend's parents and there's this from the, I've only seen the trailer, but like, there's this weird undertone of just r- r- massive racism. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's it's like it's like a a race horror film. Yeah, it looks like the Stepford Wives, but like yeah, with like a racial undercurrent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> neither of us are qualified to write it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my yeah. This is the only thing I was thinking because I did think that when you first kind of yeah. put, brought up the, almost like racist architecture, essentially. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, I, just as like a side note, just one thing that comes up a lot is like I never mention race in my scripts. Yeah, unless it's completely necessary, obviously. Okay. Um, but like, I'll tend to write like, um, which is the thing I grabbed from the um, script notes podcast. Okay, his advice was like um, hair and makeup. I think it's hair, makeup, and age or something. Okay. I don't know. But anyway, so, like, you don't want to write a character saying, like, they're really fat. Right. Okay. Or, like, you know, they don't need the script. They're being, in brackets, mm-hmm. black. Like, you want to make it so that it's something that you can cast. You know, that's how I, I write characters or whatever. I'll be like, you know, um, I think one of the characters I wrote, I wrote recently was, um, it was, like, yeah, um, guy in his 30s, mustache. It has an expensive suit that's wearing him. <laughs> which I was quite pleased with. That's nice. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit fucking pretentious, but like I think I feel like it, it, it elucidated the character. Mm. Anyway, well, I've have, I've had the. This is a total tangent, by the way. That's fine. I've had people read my scripts before and say there's no black characters in it. Yeah, which is also there aren't any white characters. In yeah, it, right. Yeah, it's a fucking Rorschach test where yeah. like they have completely fucking like they've basically whitewashed my script and then yeah. be like, why is no one black in it? It's like maybe yeah. they're all black, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, um. So to to that point, the last script I wrote. I wrote a completely like genderless, like timeless uh, okay. character who I didn't give any fucking description of. Oh, interesting! I just gave this surname uh, and just okay. watch what happened. Oh, nice. And then I was casting it, and fucking like um, the a girl showed up who was great for it, and I was like, "There you go, 
Oh, brilliant. It's Tennessee Dollar oh, Woman. Cool. Just an experiment and it's yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Anyway, so just, just I guess I went on that tangent just to let people know if they listen and they read my scripts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're racist. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah. but sorry, I took us wildly off track. Um, so, so yeah, so if we if we put people in the house and we've got this, this the the first act is something is growing in our garden mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it is going to be an entirely new house. Mm-hmm. We don't know whether it's under our house, around our house, next to our house. We don't know whether it goes under our neighbor's lawn. What yeah. is it? Yeah. So it's basically like Jaws with a house. <laughs> da, da. <laughs> da, da. Slowly coming up. Cool. Um, so yeah. like. Uh, so at what point do they realise... So is something something or someone, whatever it is, in it? In, mm-hmm. in this thing that just comes up? Yes. And eventually there's... Oh, yeah, okay, so, I don't know, at some point, probably early on, because I think we probably want to get to a point where it's it's quite clear what it is fairly yeah. early on. So maybe, like, um, within the first however many minutes or whatever, uh, the top of, like, the first window comes up, mm-hmm. and, um, like, the little boy or whatever <gasps> creeps down, and it's just, like, a pair of eyes. Yeah. It's just, like, or just, or just the top of someone's head, or yeah. just, like, something just peeking out just a fucking inch yeah. of window enough just to see that there's someone in there who is looking back at you yeah yes because yeah like the first act is like all of the like basic kind of you know like horror movie bump where like mm. they get like a, a guy out to kind of like you know put a stick in the ground see how far down it goes and stuff yeah like, i have no idea he puts like a like a something i don't know like i don't know how you measure things like a yard stick in the ground yeah and it's like he's like okay so you've got like it's like a foot and a half mm. at the ground and then like as they're standing like they make him a coffee and he's like I've never seen anything like this before mm-hmm. but I'm sure if we just dig down we can pull it out right when you go back out it's like it's gone to two feet. Even higher. yeah but yeah. it's like imperceptible it's almost like a, like a flower growing or something it's imperceptible but it is doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. like if you like if you watched, watched it pot never boils kind yeah of thing. like over 24 hours it will just yeah, if you just yeah. sat and watched it it would just completely yeah. creep above yeah but yeah the idea of like you get to that point, it's the last thing on the second day. Yeah. Is before they go to bed. I like this idea as well that... <gasps> no! Oh, go sorry. for it. Sorry. Uh, sorry, I don't mean... Yeah. No, no, it's fine, go. The, last, the second day, the last thing that happens is like they're in the garden and they're like, what the fuck is this kind of thing? They're having a conversation about it and then um, they're about to walk away and the light comes on. <gasps> yes! <laughs> in the bedroom, yeah, just a shaft yeah, of light yeah. onto the their tiniest, lawn. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. That'd oh, be cool. That's yeah, so cool. That's I like so weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What I was just going to say was I like this idea that maybe either on the first or second night after they've discovered it and they've got someone in to kind of like be like, mm-hmm. well, I've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on that night, like the dad is in bed and then he, he just he just wakes up and he's just like, what the fuck? And just, mm-hmm. he's almost like obsessed. And he's like, I've got to find out. He just mm-hmm. runs into a shed, gets a spade and he just starts digging and digging. He's still mm-hmm. digging until like 5am or whatever. And he's just, he's just really not really getting anywhere. Yeah. But he's just consistently trying to get it out. But it's uh-huh. just, I don't know, that idea of he just becomes so obsessed with his own curiosity of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't but know. so like if he's digging, though, why why can't he expose yeah, him? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think that. I don't know whether or not it's. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like there's got to be. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a reason that it. Oh, maybe he's just digging for fucking ages, and it's just the roof bit is massive, <laughs> and it's just like just keeps going. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he digs and digs and digs. And he gets to like just the edge of the thing, and then yeah. he's like, "Oh fuck it, like I can't keep." And his wife comes out and is like, "You've got to stop." Yeah, yeah, you need to stop. You're obsessive, and he's like in like a six foot deep 
yeah. ditch. And by the time they come back from like work yeah. or whatever that day, it's like. But as he leaves the ditch, that's when the light comes on. Like he doesn't see it. Okay, yeah. So it's like that's when we see like that moment of like someone's in there. Yeah. And he's just got to the window, but he didn't realize. Okay. And so yeah, when they get back, it's basically like a a house on their house. Yeah. Um, but the door isn't there yet. Okay, yeah, it maybe it's just like the first level. Yeah, of but it's like a tall thing, like yeah, it fits yeah, yeah. between the two other houses. Mm. So is it two families? Oh, maybe. It, what, so it's almost like they they didn't buy a terrace house, but they yeah, got one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a really thin terrace house that, that appears between, between two, two houses. Oh, so maybe the cool. first act is like these two families. I mean, yeah. I don't want to make it like families at war. I don't want to have like, you know, like in, all of a sudden I've just realized like Kevin James and Brian Cranston living next door to each other. Being oh, like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know whether that's, I mean, yeah, I don't want it to be like neighbors at war, but obviously the neighborhood would be concerned about it. But I think it needs to victimize one family. Yeah. I think it needs to focus around. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if it's affecting someone else, all of a sudden it dilutes the, the mm. problem. And also, the family as well, how are they going to approach things like, and like, I'm trying to imagine whether like this in real context, maybe is a silly thing to do, but like the press are going to turn up, people are going to be like, why the hell is our house coming out of the ground? Mm-hmm. Are they going to lie? Are they going to basically kind of try and work their way around it in that mm-hmm. they're saying like, oh, we don't want all this attention? Yeah. Uh, and say, oh, it's something that, we're this building is, or I don't know yeah, it's this hard is to... my this is my fear is that like the more I think about like the more people who see it and know about it the less frightening it is yeah so I'm tempted to think is it more remote oh do they not live in a very okay yeah just because like when you said when you said like the press yeah. I was thinking that but I was like the second the press show up it's kind of like not my problem anymore yeah it's everyone's problem everyone's curious about it mm. I think the the more people affected by it the more it feels like a caper yeah like the monsters in the attic yeah whereas the they're isolated the the fear of it mm. is what the fuck is happening in my like garden basically mm. which is a terrifying thought in general mm. like it needs to have that the feeling that like when you hear something in the garden later and you peer through the curtains okay and that not only is there something there but it's an unstoppable fucking... It's an entire new thing. Yeah. So we may be thinking um, a slightly wealthy family mm-hmm. in that maybe because... I don't know, I've got my, like a house that my dad used to live in. Um, not that my dad's particularly wealthy, but he rented it. But anyway, um, where it was a really long like uh, kind of driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were several houses along the driveway, but they were probably about half a mile apart, mm-hmm. each one. Um I've almost got that kind of almost like a farmhouse, but not yeah, but quite a. I mean, is it is a summer house to? Oh, as in they don't filmic? always. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like because this now it feels like a horror movie, but like yeah, yeah, because they're like, oh, we arrive at this yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like as you know, like one of their parents' house, mm. and like they die or whatever. I don't know, like because yeah, cause, like because I feel like if it's that, they can always just leave. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So if so, I feel like it needs to be their home. Mm-hmm. Like this is happening to their house. Yeah. Um, okay. Can we? Uh, you know what? Can we push on? Yeah. But somehow ignore all of the other people. Okay. Just yeah. for a while, just sure. so we see how we feel about yeah, it. Sure. Because that, that's exciting to me. Yeah. The fact that it's happening. 
and you can call people out and stuff they're not trapped mm-hmm. but there's something about it happening mm-hmm. that is that is odd that I want to explore yeah. and I want to find out why yeah. and the fact of the matter is no one else can tell us mm-hmm. <laughs> we're fucking stuck now <laughs> we need to figure it out for ourselves um, so yeah I mean when when you were talking about um, like the like being being on holiday or something like the there's something about the oh no sorry when you were talking about the uh, wealthy sorry um, the there's something about it being a punishment for something yes um, and at the moment like I think everyone I think not being able to own a home mm. is pretty much our generation's mm. problem. Like I don't like I you know I know more people who will, who will never be able to buy a house than people who own houses. Yeah, like I'm certainly not in a position to fucking buy a house. Okay, any time in the near future. So like I don't know whether that is like the. So are these? So you're almost kind of alluding to maybe they they got to where they are, but not by morally okay means. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's quite interesting. It almost like like you're with them, like mm-hmm. you're on their side. But then eventually it kind of reveals that, like, they have something to be guilty about. Yeah. We don't really know what that is. Yeah. I've almost got, um, I've kind of, in my head I've kind of got financial fraud, which is maybe a little bit boring, mm-hmm. but it's quite a simple thing mm-hmm. in what is essentially a ridiculous story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, because, I mean, the, the big question, the big question of the whole thing is who lives in the house and why? Yeah. 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 Um, in both houses, actually. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to figure out who the who the boogan is in the house. Yeah. Because <laughs> is it someone? Is it like? Uh, is it someone from that era? Is it? Mm. Is it some kind of um, resurrected racist old man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or is it an old woman? Is it almost like a Miss Havisham character? Like, yeah. Like, what's the best iteration of who could live in that house? Kendall Sanders. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like the Miss Havisham thing. I mean, but old ladies feel play those. Yeah. Um, I mean, what if? It's, uh, I mean, like, what if it's like? <laughs> what if it's? Because um, you know, the the creepy, the standard creepies are old woman, little old girl. man, or little girl. You don't have young guy. But what if it is a young guy? Yeah. What if it's a young, quite a buff guy? Like in my head, I've got Tom Hardy for some reason. Mm-hmm. Because um, I've watched a bit of Taboo, so. <laughs> yeah. But um, in that, it's almost like he's okay. Maybe there's some weird history into this this monster character mm-hmm. that it this house coming out of the ground is not his house, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, he's occupying it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not he like. I don't know. Maybe this is like going too much detail into the history, but I almost had this idea that he was wronged by a wealthy family mm-hmm. uh, in the eighteen hundreds or some weird shit. Turned up and brutally murdered them all, mm. <laughs> and he's just been there ever since in the house that was supposed to be his. Oh <laughs> fuck! Okay, yeah, right. Okay, that's good because number one, if I own a house. And Tom Hardy comes out of the ground. I'm like, he's gonna fuck my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's which that is, as well. Which is, <laughs> which is like, it's the most primordial fear men have, basically. Oh, okay, here's another thing. Right. Sorry, 
What if the first time we see about like let's just take it as Tom Hardy for now? Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah. Go. He's the um, last person I want to come out of the ground in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> Swamp monster Tom Hardy. Yeah. Well, in my mind, he's just handsome Tom Hardy, and I'm like, oh fuck! When 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 he gets to the point where the door is there, he's yeah. going to just come in my house and fuck my wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> and my kids are like him more than me. So that, yeah, so it's that it's that. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of an example of something that's got almost a similar vibe. Have you read Skellig? Oh uh, no, I know of it though. There was a TV. There was a Sky like adaptation. Yes, that's why uh, I know with about it, yeah. Tim Roth, I think that was really good. Um, Tim Roth for the dad, maybe. Yes. Because he's not... He's a little bit old, but he still kind of looks quite yeah. young. And he's not, like, the most attractive guy in the world. And you know what? Easily threatened by Tom Hardy. And you know what as well? Yeah. He's definitely done something bad in the yeah. past. Yeah. He's, like, a believable, affectionate, good oh. father. Yes. Who has done a bunch of bad shit. Oh, my God. He's, yeah, he's ideal. Tim Roth. And so right. his wife's younger. He's, like... It's, like, his second or third marriage. Yeah. And he's moved out to the suburbs finally, which, yeah. which he would never do with his other families before. He's got families that are just all over the fucking place, and he hasn't. And so, Tom, yeah, so he's this like, he's finally settled down. Mm-hmm. This is him actually settling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moves and in, happens. and then this happens. <laughs> and he's like, I knew it. Okay, okay. So, I think the first time we, this is the thing I thought, uh, the first time we see Tom Hardy isn't um, in the house. Mm hmm. The first time we see Tom Hardy, the kid's like playing in the stream at the bottom of the garden. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hardy just rocks up and just says something to him. He's mm-hmm. just there. Um, and we don't know that it's the guy in the house mm-hmm. to start with. Um, or like the kids, it's, maybe this is a bit of a really standard horror trope, but it was a bit hacky. The kid like rolls his ball or something, loses it. And then you just see this hand pick okay, it up and yeah, give it yeah. back to him. And it's Tom Hardy. Um but we don't know that that's him. So it's this kind of like, you kind of like the audience will no doubt kind of work out that that's, that's the okay. guy. But uh, for a little while, it'll just be this this randomly weird, handsome man that keeps mm-hmm. showing up. Um, yeah. Yeah. And okay. then eventually it's kind of, it's obvious that it's it's him in the house. Here's my, here's my counter. Very, very welcome counter. Um, I don't think he's out the house. Okay, he doesn't leave. I think if he leaves the house, that's kind of the... We pop the bubble a bit. Okay. Later, definitely, there's a okay. moment where he's just out of the house all of a sudden. Yeah, okay. That needs to be like, that's that's the shark popping out of the water. Right, to me. yeah. Um, what my thought is, is that when the window, like we see the the, the first fright is the, the light comes the light on. coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second thing is the next day they can see into the house. Mm. And there is a like a small drawing room in there with a, with a like a little... A little staircase that mm-hmm. goes down to the next floor, mm-hmm. but they have to wait to get to that next fucking floor. Right. Okay. And so it's this thing. I don't know what. I, like, do they try and do they? Well, this is yeah. yeah. Do they try and get in. Right. This, this is, is yeah. This yeah. is my thing. Right. Is I don't know what the characters are doing proactively. Mm. I think they need a another plot that there's something that they're doing that this is interfering with. So I don't know whether it's like something as simple as like you know. It's about their relationship or something mm. because they cannot actively do anything to stop or alleviate this. So I think, yeah. So they try smashing the windows and stuff. Oh, like maybe they don't. No, maybe they don't. They don't try smashing the windows yet. They're just like trying to open it. My thing is that when he goes out, what? He, uh, when, no, go ahead. Sorry. When he goes out to smash the window or whatever, he's out there and he's like got like an axe. Yeah, the dad, and he's like, I'm gonna fight, and he's like, he's like, you know, like. Uh, 
I'm doing the kind of baseball motion. Yep, good uh, for, for the listeners. Listeners. <laughs> and he's about to swing, and as he's about to hit the window, the light comes on, and Tom Hardy's just standing there. Oh, and he's in okay. like kind of like nineteen like nineteen hundreds dress. Yeah, and he's there, and he's like kind of the guy like drops like the axe of the bat or whatever he's got. And he's like whoa, and and the Tom Hardy character looks at him, and they look each other right in the eye, and Tom Hardy says. <laughs> Right. What? And he's like, yeah. what? What are you? Who, who are you? Oh, I thought you were doing Bane. And he goes, really yeah. Oh, right. Well, no, but. And he Bane, goes, yeah. and so there's a pane of glass between them. Yeah. And so they can't talk can't to talk. each other. Yeah, yeah. But like, they they can, they can see each other now. Okay. And so he's like, I'll, he's like gesturing, I'll smash the window. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you out. Like, what are you doing? And they can't have a conversation. This is like okay. this glass between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't smash the window. Can't get him out. As in, like, he tries. The window will not break. It won't break. From either side. Because I was thinking, what I was going to say, where um, that works, I was also thinking it could be as simple as it's, like, barred windows. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah. Well, no, I, I, think, I think the fact that he can't talk is important yeah. because I've, I've got, like, an idea that yeah, I yeah. think is... Okay, so... So, because it's kind of what you said, but like I'm kind of teasing it out a little bit. So mm-hmm. just check this out. Yeah, yeah. Stra- I, I, Buckle your fun belt, right? <laughs> um, so the idea is that like there's this top floor, mm-hmm. this little drawing room, and they see him in there and stuff. And like one day, like the kid comes by and he like draws her a picture and like posts it in the window. Yeah. And she draws him on back and like <sighs> like breathes on the window and draws like a little mm. or something. So they, they kind of got this like, what the fuck is going on? Who is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. In my mind, like yeah, like toward the second act or whatever, there's a bit where like the <laughs> this is too this is too hacky, but I'm just gonna say it. there's a bit where like his wife's in the shower and like Tom Hardy just starts like popping up in the window, <laughs> 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 like really slowly, <laughs> <laughs> and like the house is just getting. And he's like, oh, I can't wait till it gets shower heights. <laughs> no, like what I was actually gonna say is there's a bit where like they're like level window to window, mm. and there's like the creepy elements of that. But by this point. As the floors are coming out of the ground, mm. you can see what's on each floor. Yeah. So they develop a bit of a sort of relationship with them as they're talking to him, and like, yeah. and they basically figure out that they can only let him out through the door. Right. So and they start for that understanding the mythology of it mm. by talking to each other in like sign language or whatever, or just holding up like signs and stuff, and stuff like stuff that. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but as the like, so the first floor, like the top floor goes, then the one underneath is a bedroom, and then as like the floor underneath that starts coming out. Um, as they start peering in, there's like uh, a body on the floor with like an axe in its back. Oh my god! And yeah, so now okay. he's become an overt threat. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. killed someone in this mm-hmm. house. And so now they're not like waiting for the door to come; they're dreading the door. Yeah, okay. and they don't know how many fucking floors this thing is. Yeah, so it's basically like, like yeah, like the fourth, like the. They're like, it could be the next one. It could be 10 more. Who the fuck yeah. knows? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, when you said like, yeah, maybe something's happened in the house. He's like killed someone. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. that's the thing. It's that's like, a reveal. There's just this fucking bloodied like yeah, 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 massacre yeah. in one of the, in like the third one yeah. down. By which point he's up there mm. in that top room and they can't. How, how are they going to get him back there? They can't beckon him to come down. No. They're like banging on the windows and stuff. Oh, what, he just stays up there, do you think? He doesn't... Once they see... Maybe he's in that room and it comes out. Yeah. And then he just goes up the stairs and they don't see him again. 
and they're like, where the fuck is and he? And he just, yeah, doesn't yeah. go anywhere. Because it's about like tension. That. It's about, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the excruciation of it. Yeah. Like, maybe he's in the room. Maybe he's finishing off it. Maybe he's, like, pulling them the axe out of their back or something. No, that's too overt. Mm. I think it needs to be fucking completely, like, maybe he did it, maybe he didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's stuck in this house who's got unfinished business. Maybe he's a ghost. Mm. Or maybe he's just a fucking murderer. But mm. whatever it is, it's it's revealing itself yeah. slowly to... Um, who did we say was the dad again? Tim Roth. Tim Roth. Oh, yeah. And who's 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 we got the, the mum, wife, we? yeah. Uh who he's been peering in at. <laughs> I've just someone's popped into my head, I don't know what her name is though. What um, was she in? She's Jean Grey in X Men. Oh, Famke Jensen. Is that her name? The the um first generation. Yeah, first generation. Yeah, Famke Jensen, yeah. yeah. She's fucking amazing. Why hasn't she been in anything for a while? No, I don't know. Yeah, it should be Famke Jensen, of course. In which case I think she should have an older kid. Yeah, okay. Um, is I mean, it is it an older girl and then that adds again that tension like of... Like Kate Fear? Like where the... the I'm not saying Kate um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Basically like, yeah, like uh, it's about like, yeah, like a, 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 an escape, like an escape convict, a, a free oh, convict. Like yeah. it's the Sideshow Bob episode of The Simpsons. With, yes. And um, yeah, yeah. The, the idea is that, yeah, like, um, like this guy's just like, like just threatening this family right, and they've yeah, got a teenage yeah. daughter right? and that just adds to the yeah. the fact that like he could kill everyone or he could just seduce your daughter yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. like because these are all like the primal fears of like yeah. kind of like limp fucking like it's, suburban men yeah 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 it's a bit like um, Stoker is he in Stoker? no oh, but it's really worth watching I'm curious about that be- because I had a an idea for a horror film which this reminds me of actually and okay. I think it might be similar is it about like he's just in the house and he's no, the uncle with the well door, yeah the he's thing. the uncle but there he's not oh, you know what it's been a while since I've seen it okay Can't remember. I remember watching it and thinking this has a very similar kind of plot thread to Hamlet in a weird way oh okay um, just because it's about a guy an uncle who Take over from his brother. Yeah, essentially. yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's really worth watching. It's a good film. It, yeah, I mean, like everyone in it, I'm a fan of. Mm. But there was a thing that I had an idea for. Actually, I'm going to tell you about that because I think we might be able to borrow some of it. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, let me let me just tell you this idea that I had for. A, I wrote it as a short when I was uh, a really bad writer, um, and like I I didn't know what to do with it, but. We can kind of borrow the spirit of it, I think, because I had this idea. Basically, it was about a hotelier who owned a hotel. It was kind of like, um, you know, like for the winter, it's kind of right, like a shining okay. situation. Right, yeah, yeah. Which is why I never continued with it. Right. But it was about like a guy, he's got one person staying at the hotel. This guy's like a writer and he's like, your room's in the West Wing. I'm in the East Wing if you need me. Like, keep ourselves to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's like, you know, he's very welcoming and stuff. But the, the yeah. other guy's like, no, I'd rather be on my own. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so the idea is that, um, was that like the first night when he sees him, um, when he lets him in, he keeps him the creeps. So he, the guy locks, the hotelier locks the door to the East Wing. Oh, okay. Um, and then the more they get to know each other, like the whole time they're in there, you can just hear the typewriter going. Uh, and it's just okay. about this one guy. And I couldn't figure out how to make it interesting because it was just okay. one fucking guy. On his own. Anyway, but each time he locked the door, um, like... The first time he locks it, fog encroaches. Second time he locks uh, it, something's in the garden that he can't quite see. It's just in the fog, and he knows uh, if everybody can't see. It. So the idea was that each time he he showed his distrust, uh, okay, something he would actually cause the thing that he was frightened of. Ah, uh, 
that's quite nice. Um, yeah, I think I think it was based on a nightmare either me or my brother had. Right, okay. And we had a conversation about it when we were like really little kids. And I, yeah, I started cool. writing it up when I was like 18, but I was just, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> and so it was garbage. But um, I think the thing, the um, Tim Roth character mm-hmm. is, I think he needs to be in some way responsible. Mm. I think he's causing it. So mm. it's like, it's coming out of the ground, but it's because each time he does something right. dishonest, let's mm. say, this thing is, it's proportionately is moving. It, I mean, could it be as simple as he's texting another woman? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it's, it's yeah, it's a... It's almost know. like, I feel like, I've got this ridiculous image, like Pinocchio-esque. Like every time he lies, those get yeah. like every time it goes, just loop. yeah, <laughs> just goes higher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like I mean, the the, the most obvious thing is yeah, like that's what I was thinking while I was mm. peeing. Um, was I was like, yeah, it should be like, but I didn't think of the Pinocchio thing, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like there's almost causality between the two things. Mm. Anyway, and then more so- and more he essentially cheats on his wife the more likely it is that his wife is going to cheat on him with yeah. Tom Hardy <laughs> yeah exactly this like murderous ghoul yeah <laughs> um, but so I had two thoughts mm-hmm. um, one was when the house finally comes out of the ground mm-hmm. they manage to get in mm-hmm. and obviously he's not there which is what okay. you said before where yeah. like, he just seemed like pick up a ball or whatever yeah, yeah. and I was like maybe their daughter isn't there or maybe he takes it or maybe mm. it's that thing what you said which feels very hex pest mm. which is like where like we've got a lot of scenes in that where someone's like about to light a cigarette and then it's like chunk, and it's like uh, okay yeah, like yeah. Lothar- cause I, but I think both of them are about like monster Lotharios yeah yeah Um, my other idea is that the day that the house has come completely out of the ground they run over to the front door to open and their house is getting feathered into the ground so they open the door and there's just yes. soil <laughs> like he's just like like in the Simpsons when he opens the door and the snow comes in oh yeah it's like, and so now they're stuck in there or like maybe- so it's so it's okay so you get to the top and then their house starts descending Sinking in, right yeah. nice but they don't notice yeah, yeah, yeah. until like they're like the door's open. What the fuck? The door's open. And they're looking at the bedroom window. And then he went downstairs and opened the door. It's just like, Puff. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just like the t- maybe it's just the tiniest bit. It's just like, that grass was not there yesterday. No, I, well, we, I like... thought it just trapped them immediately. Oh, what? Really far down straight away, do you reckon? Well, oh, and they're just, trapped. Just and so they have to get out it. through the windows and stuff. Well, so like, yes. Yeah, so oh, so it's like descending at a much faster rate yeah. than the Well, because he's out descending. and their daughter isn't in the house. That was my... Right, okay. That was my yeah, thought. Yeah. That's nice, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only problem is with it is that, which I'm going to give you to fix. Okay. <laughs> is um, once they're out of the house, they're out of the house, and it's about the house. So I don't know what to do with that. Like if it's if it's that their daughter isn't in the house and the and the mother and father are trapped in there mm. to deal with the problem, mm. whatever it is that he's done, mm. and they're like, our daughter's out there, and the door is open to the annex. Mm. So either she or they see her going up as their house goes down. Oh, so she's in. Yeah, she's okay. gone to see him. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So like as their as their house is going down, they watch her walk up the stairs and like no 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 no, and she goes and their house just descends. Yeah. The side. So now they're underneath, and then this one's out, and they know that their daughter's in this fucking. Yeah. Place. 
with this man. And then it just takes off into the sky. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And then the third act in space. (laughs) Space Annex. (laughs) I actually kind of like that. Space Annex. (laughs) You don't live on the moon. The end. Okay. Uh, One thought I had whilst on the toilet um, was I did wonder whether or not it'd be it would be interesting to have a to have two kid two kids have okay, an older yeah, yeah. daughter and a younger son. Um, mm-hmm. Which feels like that's been that that relationship has been done quite a lot, but it's it's just quite nice. Well, you all have. I don't really so... think. Yeah, exactly. But I also think another thing I thought of was almost me just thinking, how can I make this different to Stranger Things? Um, was that the youngest son is adopted? I think there may be an interesting thing in that about uh, Tim Roth's character not being able to have children anymore. Uh-huh. Um, and that kind of reflects on his kind of demasculate, demasculination yes. from Tom Hardy's character. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, because actually like, this feels like a kind of Jungian, um, like, being, being de- emasculated yeah. and moving closer to the grave, basically, mm. in a very, like, kind of overt way that it, mm. like, I guess I didn't realise until just yeah. now. But yeah, it feels like it's like your time's over. You can fuck off now. Yeah, and like you get further and further. Like your 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 useless your usefulness has ceased. Mm. And like this fucking like like uh, potent mm. fucking man is like <laughs> off we pop. Here we go. Like you can go now. Yeah. So I mean, like, so the younger son would be adopted. Yeah, and there'd be an older daughter. Older daughter who is both of theirs. Or oh yeah, this is the thing. It could be that it's just. His yeah. or just hers? I think it'd be if it was going to be just one of them. It'd be just his. Yeah. Or if it's just hers, is there a sexual politics to that? As in what between, like the, I mean the, the archetypical stepdad, stepdad. with younger daughter, yeah. with like stepdaughter yeah. who is like sexually mature or whatever, mm. competing with this brutish. Mm. like a villain because mm. I feel like it, I mean it, it's about mm. Tim Roth's fucking like encroaching impotence basically yeah. fuck it is as well and there's a fucking yeah. bigger wrecked house coming out the ground <laughs> what's that say about us ballast I know yeah shit <laughs> <laughs> this is the whole yeah God. the whole series is a dick comparison that's yeah. what I- <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's a dick measuring contest. Oh fucking no. hell! This, yeah, that's weird. I feel I'm not going to release this one. <laughs> You're not gonna People don't know too much about me. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Right. So, what do we? Is there anything else we need to know? Do we need to know who plays the older daughter? Do we want to? I mean, think about that. I'm. Yeah. I mean, I. I there's a few people who I really like at the moment. And obviously, mm-hmm. like, in Hexpress, we talked about yeah. it. There's, like, Alison Pill, yeah. who is, like, my favourite actress at the moment. Um, she's the one who's in Scott Pilgrim yes. as the drummer. Yes, yes, she's great. She's, yeah. like, the um, she's the um, home screen on my phone. <laughs> um, uh, like, is that her and Frasier? No, that's... Oh, right. My, my lock screen is Frasier with Eddie. <laughs> Uh, but my home screen is oh yeah the Hexpest yeah, yeah. poster because you were talking about Mae Whitman in the Hexpest yes but we couldn't find a photo of her with attitude yeah we need doesn't... someone with attitude mm. so Mae Whitman's kind of the, the the one we had in mind but like Kim Pine from Scott Pilgrim is like exactly yeah who we want um, you know who I really like is Belle Powley what's she in 
Have you seen um, Confessions of a Teenage Girl? Yes. Great oh, movie. yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's Kirsten Wiggs, the mum. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is set in like the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a fucking great movie. Yeah. That I think a lot of people thought was going to be like a teeny bopper comedy. Oh, yeah, no, it's brilliant. Yeah, because the poster was like 70s font or whatever. Yeah. And it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. Like, it's genuinely one of the best things I've ever seen about being young. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. She's, she's, yeah, she's it. And she's She's dynamite in it. Yeah, yeah. And she was in a film called The Royal Night Out. That. Which is about Margaret and Elizabeth Windsor. Okay. Oh, I've heard about this. On, though, yeah. on uh, V-Day. Oh, D-Day. Okay. V-Day. Like when the war ends, they go out for a night out. Right. And they like shake off their, their like, um, what do you call it? Uh, chaperones. Right. And they go and have a wild party in London. <laughs> um, Royals on tour. Yeah. Not a great movie. She's fucking brilliant, isn't it? Okay. She's astonishingly good, in it? Cool. So I like her a lot. Um, there's a couple of people I like actually, um, yeah. But we, we like we both like her, so we make. Yeah, fun. she's yeah. great. She's good as well because I think the thing that I loved about it in Confessions of a Teenage Girl is that like she was not the most typically like beautiful teenage yeah. girl, yeah, but she yeah. exuded like this kind of like seductive thing to yeah. this older guy. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the kind of energy that we're looking for in this yeah. character, where you're basically like. You're, where you're a 50 year old man mm-hmm. who's trying to like fence in this young woman's sexuality mm. while at the same time craving it mm. like the Tim Roth character needs to both want her and want her to not be defiled yeah yeah because like, yeah. I think that's what this is about I think it's about that like male kind of mm. creepy fucking thing mm. that we all got to look forward to mm. <laughs> 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 okay cool cool so what purpose does the younger son serve them? I like this idea of him having a real um, playful relationship with Tom Hardy mm-hmm. and it being this kind of, again, like again, every, everything just kind of feeds into this emasculation of Tim Roth in yeah. that like, Tim Roth's character can't, <laughs> I'm not saying like he's going to just go ahead and play catch with him and play football with him, mm. but, but almost to an extent it's like, Oh, this is like almost like the older brother he never had. Yeah, yeah. Is this is this uh, and so he's creepy like, beefcake next door? Yeah, um, yeah. So I almost see that as a kind of like, yeah, almost like a brotherly respect that he has for yeah. him. I mean, maybe, maybe like maybe it's maybe it's more simple and less horror. Maybe it's more psychological, mm. and so there is no murder. It's just that at the end of the film. Like the the during the process of it, Tim Roth's inherent neuroses drive the family away, uh, and so the end okay. of it is them leaving and yeah. him being underground on his own in this house. Yeah. So like we don't. Are know. You think in film then? I think it. Like, yeah, it feels. I think it. Like, yeah, feels I think you might be right. Yeah. But yeah, just that idea that like he ends up underground mm. and they end up like they just get to go. Mm. And we never even we never even meet the guy. Like we don't even need to know. We don't need to know what the Tom Hardy character is like. Mm. I mean, it'd be interesting to find out. But maybe he's Boba Fett. Maybe we don't need to know. Maybe the, he's cooler. Yeah. You know, fuck all about him. Other than that, men think he's frightening. Women think he's sexy. And mm. fucking like, um, children think he's fun. Like he's just that thing that what defeats if- our male character. Okay. This might be a bit hack, but what if it's a thing of Tim Roth, like, uh, obviously this is creepy as hell because there's a house coming out of the ground. But the rest of his family are kind of like, for whatever reason, just kind of like, okay, this is a bit weird, but he's he's not done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. 
but maybe Tim Roth starts seeing things in the house that no one else is seeing. Mm-hmm. So like the the axe in the back, like the mm. uh, like something else. But like he like he's not really seeing it. Seeing it, it's almost like he's imagining it. Or like he wants him to be more of an antagonist yeah. than he is. It's more like he's seeing things that are suggestive of it. So like, there's moments where he'll be like, because I think it's about his obsession. It's about like basically neighbors. It's about yeah. like, when when they're like looking in at each other mm. at the window. Like the Tom Hardy character can antagonize Tim Roth, mm. but only when it's just the two of them. Mm. And so he can have an axe. Yeah, and he can t- he can take a bloody axe up the stairs. Yeah, but only Tim Roth sees it. Yeah, everyone else just sees a guy in a house who's a victim of his circumstance. Yeah, and so it's almost like, like because we don't care, like we don't need to know, like we care obviously, but like we don't need to know whether yeah. or not he's a victim or whether he's a fucking monster. Mm. All we need to know is that everyone else seems to have a different opinion of. You know yeah. what it is? It sounds like have you ever seen What About Bob? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a movie where like Richard Dreyfus is a therapist and Bill Muddy's one of his patients and he shows up on their holiday and everyone loves Bob okay. but his therapist can't stand him <laughs> and so no matter what he does his fucking awful patients everyone just loves him more than right. they love the dad it feels like that kind of uh, dynamic okay, actually yeah, yeah. but yeah like I think that's it I think it doesn't matter who's in the house it just needs to be that Tom Hardy's the perfect person because like he's one of them guys where like even like you know, the fucking most, like, alpha douchebag shithead mm. that, you know, would probably go, yeah, he's good-looking. Like, I don't know what a good-looking man is, like, but he's a fucking... Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's got, like, a relatively strong opinion about him. Yeah. And the idea of being, like, past your prime. Because Tim Roth was a fucking, like... Yeah, yeah. Absolute... Like, I mean, he's, he's a legend. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, but, like, yeah. just the idea that, like, yeah, just the fucking... The idea of a heartthrob popping out of your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a cabbage. <laughs> So I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like it needs an, like do you feel like the last act satisfactory if he goes in the ground and they go out? Why do they are they are the family basically just abandoning the house with him in it? Yeah. I mean that's knowingly. Yeah, that that it feels to me like the end of it would be It's almost like Captain going down the ship. Yeah, it's almost like his daughter's gone, his son is gone, and then the last thing he sees as the house descends into the ground is like his wife outside. Mm. like leaving and it's just like mm. he just she just watches him sink mm. into the ground like as as his, as his like awful secrets become yeah I think we need to maybe I don't know I think he needs to deserve it a little bit more yeah exactly because an affair is fucking an affair but like yeah he needs to have done something real bad well I mean like he's like he wants to fucking have sex with his daughter that's I mean yeah that's pretty that, that that's creepy cool. as hell that's not that's not right <laughs> Oh, um, I'm trying to think. I like I like this idea of him being quite wealthy, yeah, and him being back in his day a bit of a Lothario, uh, almost like a stock market broker. Something, something boring that will get yeah. him rich very quickly, but also that he could very easily cheat at. Um, yeah. And like you said, it's almost like it's like now he's like he 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 likes to think that he's right his wrongs and he's and he's settling down. And that's it. But then but then yeah, maybe he starts texting this the girl, or maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and do we ever meet the other girl that he's texting yeah, or is I mean, it always just this kind of ominous the fact that it feels stuck in the house feels like well I mean, I, cause I'm always conscious like when I, when I talk about things like this that I'm like if it's all in the one house that's like our budget is like low yeah. yeah but yeah like the idea that like yeah I mean like if we if we did see his life it would have to be sympathetically depicted as he does terrible things mm. 
but so much so that it takes a while for us to figure out the moment when we realise that it's all his fault. Right, yeah. And that he's going to be punished and not mm-hmm. the others. Like, you know, like the kind of, like the sins of the father kind of mm. thing. Hmm. So do we think it's like, you said about earlier about the text, like he sends a text and the house gets higher. But is it almost like all of his kind of like, every time he makes a, a morally corrupt decision, the house gets higher. Yeah, I mean, it's not... We, we would no, like, it's not as binary as that. Yeah, exactly, means, yeah. But it's almost like but, that, his... Yeah, his behaviour is, yeah. is lifting the house. We understand yeah. the, that that is what's happening. So, like, so like, let's say, you know, by the time we figured it out, like, act two is he is stressed out with the thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, stays out at this girl's house. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes back, an entire floor has grown. Yeah. Like, it's like... It, it, uh, okay, so it's almost like... It's rapid to the extent that, like, we don't see it necessarily, mm. but we can we can kind of... You will, over time, figure out that, like, oh, like, he did something patently dishonest and it got way bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I feel like that's... Like, the cause and effect is, like, subtle, 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 bigger, 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 mm. and then, like, very openly, and then... Once you realise how open it is, that's when he begins to sink. Mm. And so you know why it's happening and what yeah. he's done. He's been a bad boy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do you feel about that then? I feel pretty good about that. I like him. Yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. It's nice. I think, yeah, I think he'd write like a really dirty little like version of that. Mm. And then get some shit hot like CGI guy. Mm. To just <laughs> box off like, you know, like the basics of it. Yeah. And like you know, a prop maker to make like the the first couple of steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could make it their chief as well. I'm interested mm. in this. Well, yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, are you happy with it? I think as, so. Yeah, as, as, like a, as a fan of the show, I think I I, I want to picture it as as almost like from from Tim Roth's perspective, mm-hmm. it's more of a psychological thriller than to for anyone yes. else. Yes, like exactly. For him, it's creeping him the fuck out. Like that's why he's out there digging until five yeah. in the morning, and it's like it's almost got a bit of a shining thing, and yeah. he starts to go mad because of it, and everyone else is weirdly okay with it. They're like, it's unusual, but like chill out. Yeah, and he's like, no, <laughs> no, under no circumstances. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I think you're right. That's why it kind of feels more like a film because I think otherwise mm-hmm. you'd, you'd begin to be like. Why the fuck is no one? Why yeah. have they not told anyone about this? You'd get really frustrated yeah, with his wife yeah. if she's just like, "That's fine." Yeah, <laughs> shut up. I think there's kind of a there's a there's a certain level of kind of artistic abstraction. Yes, in exactly. the characters, almost like they're like the rest of his family are just kind of like taken in by it so much that they just yeah. don't they just don't care as yeah. much as he you does. You can subs- you can sustain um, Tim Roth's character's perspective for ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah. But any longer you're going to be like yeah, frustrated. Yeah. Maybe it's a thing like maybe at some point he calls the police and then um, they turn up and they're just like, yeah, it's a house. Yeah. What, what more do you want? <laughs> Came well, out of the ground. Because he'd have to okay. say like, well, yeah, be here like overnight to watch it yeah. grow kind of thing as well. And then it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then it fucking doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It is. It is like it's a good. You know what it is. It's a good nightmare, and I like the fact that the monster. It's a Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. it's an ep- It's like an extended episode yeah. of Twilight Zone. Yeah. You know what? Let's make it into a Black Mirror. It is a bit of um, Black Mirror. 
Tom Hardy's got a phone. Okay, so that's a black and white. <laughs> Tom Hardy's just literally texting all of the time yeah. in his flop room. Yeah. Um, but like, as a fan of the show, how do you feel about your experience of being... Great. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, you ha- are you happy with the annex? I am very happy with the annex, actually. I think I was... That name was like, oh, God, okay. Yeah. That's oh, very, that's very broad. Can I um, give you the names of the other... Oh, my God. Yeah, um, okay. Because I'll tell you the one that distracted me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like it did have an emoji in front of it, so I was just so distracted. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so we had the annex. Mm-hmm. Eat the rich. Uh, okay, is that on the emoji? Me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and taking stock. So, eat the rich. I think I would have struggled with. Yeah, taking stock. I think would have been fine. And and I think. I think Annex was good because it was enough of a challenge. I'm happy with Annex. Yeah, no, me too. Three. Like, because I think Eat the Rich would have. I would. I was just saying, like, like I would have. I would have just yelled about Boris Johnson. Yeah. See, taking <laughs> stock, I'd have just. My head just went straight away. Like, okay, dude, this is a, a sitcom, a sitcom. About Doomsday Preppers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, which might make Lily's go script was actually, which is really good. Um, anyway, so thank you for being my guest this week. Thank you very much. Um, always a pleasure. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, this was exciting. This was fun. Cool. Um, look for the annex in cinemas near you, um, or the cinema next door to where you are. Yeah, um, which will pop out the ground. Uh, Jack Britton, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm David Anthony Wood. This is Test Pilots. I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.